This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello fellow Fox fans, how the devil are you? 
Welcome along. Um, an extra little preview show tonight. Uh, I thought I'd whet your appetite and uh, give you uh, give you a double dose of Craig this week, <laughs> just to cheer us up. What more could we want after? Us? How are you feeling anyway? Are you feeling any better? <laughs> are you going to ask me? Are you going to ask me? Am I feeling? Dermot, is it Dermot Gallagher, the, the, the referee that, that does his opinions afterwards? The penalty should not have stood, but he thought both offsides were. It's all about opinions. That's football for you. <laughs> it's uh, Lester Till I Die. How the devil are you? You can catch us on the old YouTube on Lester Till I Die TV. If you're not watching us on there, nip over, please give us a sub and give us a like as well, because it all helps the channel grow and the channel build. Uh, Facebook, Lester Till I Die, um, the group, and on Twitter, at Lester TID. And uh, if you if you prefer to watch uh, listen to us rather than watch us, and as I always say, don't blame you at all. Well, for one of us, maybe. But uh, you can catch us about 10 minutes after the show finishes on the old Amazon podcast, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast Addict, and Anchor, to name but six. And if you are listening into us rather than watching us, a very good evening. How the devil are you to all you listeners out there in, uh, in podcast land, as they say? Hey, it is the uh, the preview show. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's bring him in and say good evening to uh, the quiz master himself, Craig. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Chris. How are you? Oh uh, well, well you know. I think I know um, how you are. You know how I am. The um, uh, my, 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 my therapist says I've got to talk about it because it's good to, to get it off my chest. Well, I've chosen my mug, uh, my tea mug today, particularly for you. There you go. <laughs> yes, but the that thing is, is somebody bought you that. That's the thing. <laughs> you say, yeah. no, and I am, am going to mention it because Dermot Gallagher has come out and said that it was definitely it wasn't a penalty. You know, looking at that, the guy was sort of, it's more like a scene from WWE than Premier League football. Um, but I was calling, I'm saying that VAR, it's not that VAR is not fit for purpose, it's the people that operate VAR that are not fit for purpose. Because how you couldn't see that, Alan Shearer and Dion Dublin, two ex-players on Match of the Day mm. 2, who get to see the same camera angles that the VAR people do, said it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. Queried mm. one of the offsides. So why can't they? I'm suggesting that ex-footballers from sort of maybe, you know, tier three, tier four, even sort of tier five, should be offered the, these sort of jobs because they're footballers and they know a little bit more about the game. They haven't sort of, you know, watched it on match of the day like these guys have. Would you, do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's been mentioned a few times, Chris, and uh, I'm, I know it's it's tough for me to start the programme off by agreeing with you, but I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> um, yes! Yes, yeah. at last! <laughs> um, but you're right. I mean... You know, they're looking for different things. They're, they've got more of a, an idea of whether people have initiated contact for penalties, for instance. Yes. But that, 
I mean, a, a sort of a monkey in a lab or something, you would have thought just put that in front of him, would have been able to see that, that he'd grabbed his arm and pulled him down. And your natural reaction is that your other arm goes up to try and steady yourself. So yes. it was a ridiculous, a re- absolutely ridiculous decision. I know the other two are a little bit more contentious, but that one, and that, that set the tone for the game, really. You won, you won behind and then you're chasing the game. In fairness, we had like a first very good 10 minutes and mm. then we did let Brighton totally dominate until yeah. about the 60th minute when it was kind of, you know, we, we always seem to be doing that, Leicester, don't we? We seem to sort of play very well trying to get back into mm. a, from a losing position. I think the problem is because we want to play this, um, <laughs> we want to play this uh, possession-based football that it comes from the back and it and it's slow. So you, you start the game, you know, you can keep possession. Possession, you know, we all know that the stats mean nothing because you can pass it around the back line until kingdom come, you know, and you've got 90% yeah. possession. doesn't count for anything. Yeah. So because we come out with that, we rarely get start the game quickly. And therefore, if we go a goal behind, we've then got to try and somehow clear, claw our way back into it. And then it's like, you know, the, the 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 chains come off a little bit and we go out and play the attacking football that we can. But we seem to be, I say we, you know, Brendan seems to be obsessed with this possession football from the off and it's all about mm. getting control of the game. How about going and getting two or three goals up in the first 15 minutes? That would be nice. <laughs> it would be, it would be. Uh, Peter Hines, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, no more swearing, please, Chris. I'm surprised YouTube haven't taken those, those videos down. I may have used a few swear words. Um, that's okay. The VAR ref was, of course, Peter Banks, and um, I'm sure he's spelled his name wrong. But uh, Yeti Boy, good evening. Welcome along, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, at least there's no VAR for this match. You see, this is what I don't get. Um, you know, you, you've started me off again now, Yeti. Is <laughs> that if this was being played at the King Power, we would, I believe, we would have VAR. Mm-hmm. But because it's at Millwall, obviously they haven't got that set up, and I understand that we don't have it. So surely it should be turned off for every game. And I said this last season. I thought they had it, but all the security cameras had been smashed. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just uh, maybe I've just got a, a bad opinion of Millwall fans. I don't know. You, you may um, well. You may yeah. well. But you're right. I mean, it makes no sense. It should be the same rules for the for the whole competition. You know, the, the FA Cup and the uh, the League Cup should all be without VAR for me because you know you're starting a competition in the lower leagues. None of them have it, and as you say. People can get an advantage, particularly the way that we've seen VAR being refereed. So for me, it's either all or nothing. I mean, Norwich are hosting Liverpool tonight. So there's Mm. going to be VAR for that one. Uh, So if, you know, it's a contentious penalty, it will be checked and not given, but it will then be checked by VAR. Nothing to say that they'll get it right, of course. Mm. But of course, if the same happens in our game, or for example, um, QPR hosting Everton tonight, it, yeah. it wouldn't go to VAR. And to me, that's giving certain teams, I say, a, a disadvantage. Right. I mean, you're right. You know, as you say, in that Liverpool-Norwich uh, game, there'll be there's bound to be a contentious decision. It'll get checked and Liverpool will get a penalty. We know, yeah. we know how it works. Yes, yeah. 
And Dorco, um, good evening, sir. How the devil are you, sir? I blame Barnes. Why be in an offside position and VAR will look at it? If he'd got himself onside, both goals would have counted. I think maybe he's being told to get in that position by the referee, by Brendan Rogers to, to go and hassle the, um, the, the, uh, the, the goalkeeper, and he probably just couldn't get back onside in time. Yeah, Brendan said that. He's, he said that he'd been asked to do that job to just sort of stand there and, and block him coming out because he's very dominant in the air from set pieces and he does like to come out and either catch or punch. So the idea was that he would stand there. And uh, I think they'd, they'd mentioned it with the, the second one and he, he'd managed to get himself out of, uh, out of the, the line a little bit quicker. Mm. Um obviously not quick enough for the for the likes of VAR, even though, you know, the angles, particularly on the second one, I, I, I can understand to a certain point the first one when you yes. look at it, the angles look a little bit tight. But from the second one, there's clear shots of the of the keeper looking directly at the ball. Now, you could argue that if Barnes is there, the goalkeeper also has to take into account whether Barnes will go for it and get a touch. So if he makes any movement towards it, it's going to get offside. But yeah, if Barnes is blocking, as soon as the ball's kicked, he's got to be uh, making his way back onside or at least getting out of the way. Uh, so he'll learn from it, I'm sure, but uh, mm -hmm. but it's a tough one to take. It is. And um, like you say, looking at that second one, he wasn't in the line of, uh, uh, you know, it, the, in the goalkeeper's eye line. And the thing as well, with the first one, the first thing that Sanchez, their goalkeeper, did was mm. run up and arguing about not being able yeah. to, to get to the ball. With the second one, he didn't. He no. went straight in the net to pick the ball up, to kick it into the crowd annoyed. And that, to me, I think says it all. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big believer in looking at players' reactions and I'm surprised that referees and linesmen don't look at players' reactions enough, to be honest, because very often, for we know everybody will appeal for a corner or a, or a yeah. throw-in, but very often, you know, if they know they've given a corner away, they will often go back into a defensive position to do it. And the same on that, yeah, the, the keeper didn't do anything other than he was about to grab the ball and boot it into the stand because he was annoyed that he'd given a, an equaliser away. So... I think the referees have got to be it. And again, that comes down to having ex-players on VAR, you know, yes. looking for those kinds of things. It's, it is what is needed, you know. And and don't forget, I mean, I did point out only, well, I don't know, maybe it was 10 years ago when you found this controversy. You cannot be serious! Yeah, maybe we should do that. Hey. Well, I mean, Man United have been doing that for years, haven't they, and getting their own way <laughs> surrounding the ref. Um, exactly. As I said, I, I know I know it annoyed you a little bit when I mentioned it in the in a in a chat the other day, but you know we <laughs> we, we did get away with one with Norwich when that would have yes. been an equaliser too, and in a yeah. similar situation. Um, yes. So that that all swings around about. I think it meant it it was harder to take because we got three bad decisions in the same game. I think that I think that that was it. Uh, but um, you you know my you know when I'm on a short fuse and you get your matches out ready <laughs> to line it. But okay, that's gone. We are now coming up to the next game when I think I can actually put it to bed, do what my therapist said now, and 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 let it go. <laughs> and I won't burst into song. Uh, <laughs> we've got a little matter of this tomorrow night.
totally not working at my end. I don't know if it's working at your end or not. It did indeed. I, I saw everybody's uh, favourite energy drink um, flashing before my very eyes. Yes, other other energy drinks are available, of course. Um, Millwall, mm. a nice little friendly midweek uh, trip to uh, to the to the smoke. You know what? I've been to I've been to Millwall twice. Uh, for both for cup games, one was in yeah. the uh, in the eighties at the old den down uh, the appropriately named Cold Blow Lane, mm. and then I went to the one uh, well, about four years ago when we got them in the FA Cup um, at yeah. the new den. Yes. Both times they beat us. Both times their fans came on the pitch trying to get into the away end. You know, even winning isn't enough. You know, they've got to try and just scare the bejesus out of everybody who was there. I remember on the recent one as well, there was a guy there holding his young kid on his shoulder. Yes, there was. was. Yes. As he was standing in front of the away fans giving them abuse. It's just ridiculous. I, th I think, you know, for, 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 for Millwall, they won't be happy until they've merged WWE and, you know, for the fan, they, that that will be the, the pre-match and half-time entertainment. They don't they don't go for the match. They go for a fight, Millwall fans. They do, but, I mean, it should be taken. You know, they say they're, they're a community club, and I'm sure they are. So if you're in their community, you're safe. And if you're not, you're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, the fact that our normal uh, coach company who takes away fans down was refusing uh to, to go to travel as well due to the damage that the coaches have got on previous visits you know yeah something you know has to be done about it we, we, we it happens all the time and nothing nothing gets done well i all i will say is that when the police won't move along these environmental keep you know bit you know get get the country green and what have you and a, a woman goes into a coma from a heart attack i don't think the police are going to do anything against football hooligans are they but uh, maybe are. that's just society as we live in now moving but, on uh, but moving on um I'm nothing i am the piers morgan of leicester till i die here and i don't matter. are you gonna walk off I will. It don't upset me, and I will walk off. But um, just don't mention Megan. Um, we've got. Uh, we're going to. We, we're covering all the uh, contentious topics tonight. It's unlike us to digress. It's not like us, is it? We'll get. We'll get onto the flashing blade and kids' TV before the end of the show. You mentioned that um, the last time we played. Um, how many? Of that team, can you remember? What, the team we uh, that we put out? Yes, yes. Because I, I actually, I'll, I'll bring it up in a minute, because I was I was a little bit surprised, I'm not going to lie. I can remember a couple in particular. So, uh, Ben Chilwell, uh, obviously, yes. uh, famously refusing to take um, throw-ins. He yes. said because he had a bad wrist. Um, everyone else said he was scared of going near the Millwall fans. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I also remember it was a debut of uh, Molly Wagu. Um, oh, no. I was going to test you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got him first. Yeah, but I think he got injured during that game. But he had a decent game. But um, but yeah, I remember. I, I remember it unfortunately all too well, and a very very late winner that they got. Yeah. Molo Wagu, whatever happened to him? Did we have him on loan or? We had him on loan. He played that game. I'm not sure if he played anymore because he got injured. 
yeah. and then I'm sure he turned up somewhere last season. I can't remember if it was in the championship or in in Europe somewhere, but I did see his name mentioned. He was he was playing for somebody. Yeah. Well, here, here we go. I'm going to stay here and let's um, let's bring that team up. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you uh, you can name the one game that uh, Wagyu <laughs> got picked for. I think Claudio was kind of maybe not uh, not taking this totally seriously because we've got in goal we had Ron Robert Zeela, your your favourite mm. goalkeeper. I'm sure he made the top five, didn't he, when you picked them? No, I think he was in my top forty three. Was he? Just, yes. just. Yes. <laughs> yes. Johan Benelou. No, to be honest with you, I never thought got a fair chance at Leicester. <laughs> most of the uh, most of the attackers didn't get a fair chance when he was playing either. <laughs> he did like to kick a few. I think I remember him playing in a in a preseason friendly a couple of seasons ago, and uh, the manager was asked to take him off <laughs> because of some wild mm. lunge that he did. He was at Forest, I think. I don't know if he still yeah, is. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. He did a good job there. Took yes, them uh, yeah. further down. <laughs> he certainly did. Um, Chilwell, and obviously we mentioned Wagyu, um, or Wag or Waggy or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Daniel Amati made an appearance. Yeah. And now, here's a blast from the past. Yeah. Kaputska. I've seen Kaputska play. Yeah. I should have that on a T-shirt. I was just going to say, can you not get the T-shirt for that? Yeah. Um, I've Andy seen King, play, and I've seen Musa score. That, that's a T-shirt in itself. It is, isn't it? That would be uh, you'd have that framed and put on the wall. I think so. Uh, um, obviously, Andy King um, mm. and Mendy there. Uh, Damari Gray, one of his rare uh, starting lines up. That, and and Musa and Okazaki. I I love Musa, but I think it was mm. I think it was just me. I don't think he kind of. I just don't think he was ever utilised to his best ability, and it was the, the other um, day. Yeah, he was the Pats and Dakar of his day. I think he's, yeah. um, you know, he, Dakar's going to get more chances than Musa got. But um, you know, you come to a, a new country, you've got to get a run of games. You know, he did well. There were some great finishes. It was the two goals that he scored away in the FA Cup at, um, at Everton. Um, do you so it looked Barcelona like he was dangerous, game? but you know we were stuck in that rigid formation of one up front, and if he did get a game, it was it was the rare one where we were resting Jamie or he was played out of position on the left wing, so well, he never really got a fair crack. He didn't. I was going to say, did you remember? I mean, is is I think I don't know if it was debut or not, but when we played Barcelona in the international mm. championship yeah, or whatever yeah. it was, he scored two. Scorchers there, but like you say, he, he was put out on the wing, and it did actually mm. worry me. Just to give you mentioned Dakar there, mm. that Brendan says that Dakar can do a job on the wing, and I'm thinking, no, <laughs> he's a striker, he's not a winger. Yeah. The only way you can do that is if they play wide forwards rather than wingers, you know, the same way that Liverpool do it with Salah and Mane. So they, they don't hug the touchline, they play slightly in. Mm. But they join in quickly. But I don't think Brendan ever likes that. He likes his wingers to, you know, go wide when we when we've got the ball. So I'm not sure it would work with Dakar. No. Um obviously good old Sinji there. Everybody's mm. uh, everybody's favourite number ten. Uh substitutions or Brighton coming on for Kaputska. Mm. Wazaleski coming on for Wagyu. Um yeah, that was and- the injury. 
Yeah, and Jamie Vardy for for Damari Gray, but we lost it. I think it was the ninetieth minute. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think they played a little one-two or something. Somebody didn't track him back, and uh, decent finish, and that was it. And um, mm. yeah, not good. I mean, we, we, we've got them now. We're in. It's the Caribou Cup, and somebody said to me on the show the other day that they, they, they put a post up saying like. Would I worry if we got knocked out the Caribou Cup? And I suppose out of everything we're in, if we had to go out of one, this is the one that I could live without. But I, I wouldn't be pleased that we'd gone out to Millwall to a championship club. No, I was listening to... I mean, TalkSport had this debate on um, on the way... I heard it on the way back from work today about, you know... It was basically, can we save it? How important is it? And I think it is important. And mm. in, in many ways, you could say that it's becoming more and more important because Premier League teams have to have a 23-man squad. You know, there are the teams that are in Europe who uh, who sort of rotate a little bit. Um, but this is an opportunity for you to rotate and give players more game time. You can't say, you know, come into the, come into the club you will get games and then, yeah. you know, the bigger clubs decide to get rid of one of the two cup competitions. I mean, that for me, that's not going to work. You know, they were also mooting ideas about whether it should become a British cup or whatever. Maybe, you know, that, that's for another show probably, but, um, but I think it's important. And yeah, you, you will always have a ranking of, of, of your cup competitions in what order do you want to win them. Yeah. But if you could say to me now, you know, we'll uh, we'll have another day out at Wembley and win a cup. Then I'll take it. Thank you very much. And Man City take it seriously every season. They won four, what, four or five in a row, I think, or they're yeah. going for five in a row. Yeah. What gets me with modern day football is, like you said, then we've got this huge squad, this twenty-four man, whatever it was, squad, um, but we don't have any reserve team no. games. So you've got the likes of, let's say, Samari, uh the likes of Luke Thomas, you know, Dakar, that when they're not being picked and they're not sort of regular starters because of who's in those, that, those positions, they're, they're not getting any game time as such. And it's not the same on the on the training field. But no. when we had reserve teams and reserve leagues, they were playing with the teammates. They, they were, you know, and you can sometimes see it when a ball is passed through to mm. a gap because nobody's there because... They don't know that Jamie Vardy's yeah. run the other way like he normally does because they don't play with him regularly. Yeah. And I, it annoys me that we don't have that reserve team football now. No, I agree. I think you mentioned that a couple of times. And, and I'm surprised, to be honest, that, you know, a TV company hasn't suggested it, you know, for as another way to get more more viewings. Even if it's, um, if it's early evenings on a midweek or something, you would think they'd find a gap for it in the schedule. But, yeah. but as I say, because that doesn't exist, the Carabao Cup probably takes on more importance than it has done for a few years because the depth in uh, in squads, the depth of talent in squads these days needs to play competitive football. And you will get, you know, you will get decent lineups in a lot of these. Even though players are being rested, the squads are deeper. So you're still going to get a lot of players that you, that you see. Yeah. Also, I, I, I'm going to say... It's really important for the lower league clubs as well. We've seen a number of them sort of almost go to the wall. This is a big yeah. thing. And whether whether a big if you draw a big club at home, you're going to get a good turnout. 
you're going to get a good payday even if you go away. And who cares uh, if they don't put all their stars out? I remember uh, a few years ago watching, I think it was MK Dons beat Man United 4 yes. because Man United had addressed yes. a few. I don't think that any MK Dons fans cared a jot who was on the pitch. They'd just beaten Man U 4-1. So yeah. I don't like the thought of, of taking these opportunities away. That's what will go down in the record book, isn't it? Exactly, you know? exactly. Yes. Yeah, and when you said lower league clubs that are sort of struggling financially, you were, of course, uh, referring to Derby County. Uh, <laughs> Indeed, poor Derby Forest. I saw Reading, I think, are going to get uh, some points docked as well. So um, it is, it's a tough time. And, and these, these are all teams who, not that long ago, were playing in the top division. So it always is there, but for the greater God, you know, go exactly. Go we have to remember that. And and when I have sort of a bit of banter with the Arsenal fans, you know, I'm saying like, you don't know what it's like to have a bad season. You seriously don't, you yeah. know. Tenth or whatever it was was not a bad season. Mm -hmm. But to them, obviously it was. And can yeah. I just say, all joking aside, because I do, you know, think of Derby, Forest, Coventry, those three have been our main rivals. I know the rivals, but I wouldn't wish going out of business on any no. club because we've been there, we know what yeah. it's like. And you know, if we'd lost Leicester as a club, you can't just go and start supporting another club and no. switch your allegiance. Of course, you can't. It's and it's not, you know, out, you know, yeah, most of the players will go and get a job somewhere else, but it's the people, yeah. it's the backroom staff. And I think there was a meeting going on today at Derby where he, the owner was addressing all the backroom staff, they're the ones who are going to be losing their jobs. Fans will support the club, whatever division they're in. So they're they're in it. You know, you if you're a fan, you're usually a fan for life, no matter what happens. So yeah, as much as we like to have a little laugh at them, and you know, and you know, if they want to go down to League Two, that's fine. But yeah, we don't want them going out of business um, no. because at the end of it, we're all football fans, and we all want our clubs around. We do, and and to be honest with you, all I will say is look at. Um when our chairman passed and you had Derby, you had Forest Scarves on there, you know, yeah, I could say to right. me, the rivalry is there and that's what it should be. But I do really, really hope that uh, if they go down a league, yeah, great. I'll, I'll enjoy that. And I'll laugh at that, but I don't want to see them go out, go out, go out of business. No. Um, no. Terry says there, um, the, uh, the broadcasters have made their minds up about the Caribou. None of the overseas broadcasters are streaming it, but they do the FA Cup. The FA Cup is traditionally the big cup. I mean, it's the it's worldwide, isn't it? Um, Dorco, Leicester, is it Dorco, Daco, Dorco? Leicester are good at wasting good players. Hope Daco is not going to be another Caramach. I like Caramach. Um, Caramac. I like Caramac as well. It's one of my, yeah. my favourite uh, confectionery bars. Cramerich. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm like with my 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 foreign players. I like Kramerich, and I thought it was a shame we lost him because when he came on, he actually looked like he wanted to score. I think he was the he was the right man under the wrong manager. Uh, to be honest, yes. he he would have fitted in perfectly in this. You know, he had great great feet, and uh, yeah, a really good player. And it's a shame that he didn't get a chance for us. Yeah. Are Sky Terrin showing all the games or some of the games or I think they're just showing I think it's Man United West Ham. I think they're showing uh, tomorrow. There might be one on tonight. Um I think there's a roundup program uh, on one of the channels, but 
as you say. You know, they're, they're cramming it um, with so much football these days. BT and Sky between them are picking up Italian football, French football. The women's game is getting more prominent now. Yes. It's probably difficult to, to fit any more football in. Well, don't forget, don't forget, we you know, Quest for the EFL. And I think Quest, you know, if I remember last season, I think they showed the highlights. Yeah, I think you're right. That that rings a bell. I think they've got it yeah. this year as well. Yeah, which is part, obviously, Quest is part of the Discovery Channel group who covered yeah. the Olympics this year. They did, yeah. Um, yeah. But is it important for us because... We've had a bad start to the season and it wor- mm-hmm. it's starting to kind of worry me a little bit because when I looked at the fixtures, apart from Man City, we had teams there and I thought we could get off to a really, really good start here. Uh, yeah. West Ham was annoying because we should have known better because they did that to us twice last year. So we should have learned our lesson and we, we hadn't. Mm-hmm. Norwich and Wolves, our two wins... We were lucky, to be honest with you, to, to come away with six points from those two games. And, of course, Brighton, you know, beat us. Although, you know, when you play in the ref and the VAR as well, it's difficult. Oh, don't start me again. Um, but looking at it, I said Man City is probably, as we often say, is a bit of a give. We need to start winning. Winning breeds confidence. Does that make this game a little bit more important? I think at the moment, every game is important. I think what it will be will be very important for the players who are pushing to uh, to get themselves a start in the first team. Mm. Um, you know, we'll, we'll come on to the you know potential team and players mm. uh, in a little while. But, you know, we, we've had it so many times, though, in this, you know, that, that a, a team will get changed. And how often do we sit back afterwards and say, well, nobody took their opportunity. Nobody took the chance that was given yeah. to push it. You know, but we know now that there's a greater depth in the squad. There should be players there who should be chomping at the bit to get uh, to get a start. And it's, it is up to them to, uh, uh, to to take the chance. I mean, when we look at the Napoli game, I mean, when you look at the bench, and I'm thinking, wow, this is probably the best squad if you yeah. like, we, we've been screaming out for years. We need the depth. We need a backup for Jamie. You know, we we need these extra players. We've got them now, mm-hmm. and yeah, we've got a few injuries in the defence, but nothing like it was last season. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse if we go out, is there? No, no, there, can, there, there can't be an excuse, particularly when you look at Millwall's start to the scene as as well. They've already been um, pulling up any tra- trees. I think they've drawn five of their games. Uh, they've kept one clean sheet, which is you know the same as us. That's a little bit worrying that we're not keeping clean sheets. Um, but yeah, but they, they've not they've not done anything. They've won two games out of their eight. The, you know, they're they're languishing, I would say, in the bottom quarter of the of the championship. So there is no excuse for us um, to not put out a strong team. Yeah, sitting there in 18th, yeah. uh, they have played more games, as you say, than us. But 18th isn't uh, isn't safe by any means. Uh, <coughs> although I think the I think the bottom teams there in that group uh, in that in that uh, in that league are going to get cut adrift quite quickly. Alan Norwich in 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 the Premier League, but yeah. um, you know that they've conceded 10 goals. Um, like I said, they've only won one game, but they've they've drawn five. I don't think it's a re- I think it's penalties tonight, isn't it? I don't think there's a a replay on. No, I think it goes games. straight uh, yeah. straight to penalties. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and the form here, you know, I mean, again, like we've just said, you know, three in the last four games with three draws, and they beat uh, Millwall. Beat, sorry, Millwall, Millwall beat Blackpool. Easy for me to say, mm-hmm. but Blackpool were down to ten men, so they're not on a on a good run. And you know, you can look back at. You know, there I mentioned Newport County, you know, and you look at the players that turned out for us. And like you say, you know, in, in that game we get there as well, Benaloon or whatever, you know, you sometimes look at these players and think, hmm, maybe, you know. But when you come to think that, you know, we could have starting starters for like Samari, Daka, you know, the, 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 we, as I say, I don't, I don't think there's an excuse. And I think... If we lose tomorrow night with the start we've had, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and go like Brendan out or anything like that. Of course I'm not. But even though he's been linked with Man City today, obviously when Pep goes. But I just think the pressure is going to be ramped up that little bit. I I think you're right. I think the biggest uh, challenge we will have tomorrow is attitude. Not the quality of the players, because the quality should speak for itself, but it'll be attitude. Gary Rowett um, likes yeah. his teams to be physical. You know, um, yes. they're, they're a team shaped in his own style of when he was a player. You know, he played for us for a few years. Yes, indeed. Very physical player. Um, in front of a, a vociferous uh, home crowd, Millwall, who will see it as an opportunity to get a scalp, you know, to, to mm. knock out the FA Cup holders. Um, so it's going to be a physical battle, you know, and it, it is that cliche of you have to earn your right to play your football. So we've got to meet the physical battle first uh, and win that one. Uh, and if we do that, then I fully expect our, our quality to shine through. But we definitely need to be prepared for a physical battle. Oh, I think so. I think so. Good evening, uh, Hayden, uh, the Leicester Fox. How the devil are you, sir? Good evening. Um, Words and pictures. Good evening. I'm guessing you're from that. You're a West Ham fan. Welcome along. You're more than welcome. Um, You can come and join us at West Ham. We'll look after you. Um, Yeah, maybe when you get new owners. If I think that was referring to if Leicester obviously ever go out of business. And uh, Terry. He said last week we had uh, um, old TV programs. Get <laughs> to chocolate bars this week. Do you know? I hope you Google flashing blade. We talked about that, Craig. Did you go off and Google it? I did. I, no, I didn't. As I, as I told you, I was not putting the words flashing and blade uh, into Google. <laughs> uh, I, I just had this vision of uh, a naked, fat Chef United fan, and, and that would not go away. So uh, the words flashing and blade did not go into my Google search. <laughs> oh, you never mind. I'll, 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 send, I'll send you a link. And then you know yeah, that do that. It's probably safer. It's safe. But having said that, what is your favourite uh, chocolate? No, no, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that for now. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's, um, I, I want to ask you because I'm again. I mentioned this yesterday. Um, the last two seasons, we've had some. You know, the, the, since since the, the win, the title win, we've had. It's been great to be a Leicester fan. Um, but the last two seasons, we started off really well. At this stage, the last two seasons, we were fourth and fifth respectively. Yeah. Now we're twelfth. So the last two seasons, we spent the whole season looking back over our shoulder 
at who's coming up behind us. Yeah. This year, it looks like it's going to be a role reversal, and we're the ones that are going to be coming up behind, which may just take the pressure off. Because, again, if we'd have been, you know, had a great start, been top four from the word go, and again for a third season, we didn't, you know, end up yeah. in the Champions League, which I think we will struggle for this season with the four teams there. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, do you think that 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 might be better for us coming from behind rather than watching who's coming up behind us? Well, I think it may be. I mean, uh, Brendan's not been in that position since um, since uh, since he's joined us. Really, we, we've kicked on and we've started the season really well, as you've said. So we've not really had to do that. Uh, I mean, we've got a stronger squad, definitely. So you, you, it is a case of almost try and keep the faith. We look at Man City last season. I think after their first five games, they were well off the pace and then came through and stormed it. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say that we're going to do that because I agree with you. I, I, I still think we're quite a way off top four this season. Everybody's strengthened. You know, Manu brought in Ronaldo. Chelsea got Lukaku on top of the team that they had previously that finished in the top mm -hmm. four. So I think, if anything, it's going to be, it's going to be even harder to, for anybody to break that uh, traditional top four. This season, apparently we uh, are in talks with Gary Lineker. By the way, sorry, we are in talks with Gary Lineker about coming <laughs> back. If Man United can get Ronaldo, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, so it is. It, it is going to be tough, which means the cup competitions and uh, the including the Europa League are going to be more and mm. more important for us. I think yes, you want to be up there and qualifying for next season's European competition uh, through a, a league place. But the cup competition is going to be really important uh, for us for, for trying to get in, back into Europe. And you've got to put consecutive seasons in Europe into, into place for you to be considered yeah. a big club. You know, you can't be doing it. We're in once, we're out two seasons, we're in again. You know, it's got to be consecutive seasons that we're in there. So Brendan's got a, a challenge on his hand, but I think he knows that. And he's come out in a few interviews and said that, that it's, it's up to him to get the balance right. And, uh, I think he's struggling a little bit at the minute because I think he wanted to get Barnes back in and Barnes has sort of flattered to deceive a little bit. Um, and because of that, the formation has changed from what worked last season. So, he, he, yeah, it's tough for Brendan and he, he needs to find a solution, but he yeah. needs to find it quick. I, th I think you make the very good point there about consistency. I mean, just looking at the table, one of the most consistent teams is Brighton, who are once again are showing me I know absolutely nothing about football when I said they were punching above the weight and this season they'll probably go down. Um, <laughs> shows what I know. I mean, the most consistent team is Norwich, but for the wrong reasons. But you, you look, you know, you look at that table, and once you drop below Man City. Nobody is, is getting a, a, a run together yeah. of any description. Yeah. Southampton have had four draws. You know, it, it's that that is going to be the, the difficult bit. Uh, Hayden yeah. thinks that it'll be a tough game. Facebook user don't know. What do you think of this? I mean, he's put here, the way we are playing, we'll be lucky to get top 10. Is that a bit harsh or is, is that reality? Well, no, I, I think, yeah, if you're going on the way we're playing... Then yes, you're right. The, the the way we're playing at the moment won't be good enough to get top ten. But you would hope that we would improve. You know, we saw, we've seen little flashes, little pockets. You know, we had probably 35 minutes against Brighton, by whereby we were we were excellent. You know, we pinned them in. We created a hell of a lot of chances. 
you know, and we were just um, we were just uh, unlucky with the decisions, but we we created more chances. So the team is there. It's about getting those the balance right. And Brenda's come out and said that the balance looked good when he brought Luckman on for Madison. Him and Pereira worked really well. So if you start getting these little pairings, if you can do the same on the other side with uh, with Bertrand and Barnes, then you've got Pereira and Luckman. Maybe you get a bit more of uh, a balance going and a bit more consistency. And I think this is just, I think he's tinkering a little bit at the minute and he's not sure uh, which way to go. But you're right, based on the level of performance now, top 10 would be a struggle. JJ, uh, I am well and I believe Craig is as well. So oh, indeed, how, thanks, how, the de- how the devil are you, sir? Uh, yes. Terry says here, um, remember, yeah, Luke, Grealish, Ronaldo, etc. can all get injured. Yes, they can. Uh, so just like Fafana, Evans, etc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Big Jinx says, where can I watch the game? Get get in your car, drive down to London, park near the new den, go down, because that's the only place you're going to see it live. Because I don't even think it is on some of the some of the smaller streams. Let's just call them smaller streams, shall we? For uh, for, for for legal legal premises. Uh, now it will be interesting to see, like I say, if if we do come do come good. You you were very very clever before because you 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 got. When I tried to catch you out with Mr. Wagyu, you you were very very good on that. So, and I think I, I would be very surprised if you don't get this. But do you know what happened on this day in two thousand and fourteen? Uh, I think you're probably referring to us beating Man United five three, Chris. I certainly am. Yeah, I mean that was just a, a fantastic, uh, fantastic game. It, one of the one of the best games ever. Um, you know the comeback of all comebacks, and uh, and the whole atmosphere in the ground that day was just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, memorable. Good evening, Rob. How the devil are you, sir? It, 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 I mean, it was sort of the season kind of went downhill very quickly from that point onwards. Uh, but because we'd had a good start, but and I always have to apologize to the woman that was next to me in that game when I ended up in her lap. Because I don't know who she was, but uh, and everybody was just cheering at the end when about the fourth and fifth went in, and it it was certainly one of those I was there moments, wasn't it? Ah, oh, definitely, definitely. It'll live long in the memory. Yeah. Now, of course, what we do is in these preview shows is we have a one to watch. Mm-hmm. When you and you've done very well this 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 season so far in picking out players that do prove to be quite dangerous when they're players, <coughs> Antonio. Uh, but you've gone for this gentleman. Now you're gonna have to tell me all about him because I know nothing about this gentleman. Uh, and Mr. Jed Wallace, who plays for Millwall, and you're one to watch for this game. He is, yeah. I mean, I, I can't be uh I, I can't lie and say I knew a lot about all their their team. Anyway, um, I, I haven't been watching them that closely, but I did do a little bit of uh, research, as my uh, I am contractually obliged to do indeed, indeed, uh, for sir. no payment. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking at their team, he's uh, he's an, he is an interesting one. He was uh, he was in the PFA team of the of the year um, a few years ago when he uh, he started out at Portsmouth, and then he got a decent move over to Wolves, but it didn't work for him. He was a winger at the time. He'd represented uh, England at under-19 level. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, as I say, he didn't work out. So he, he had two loan spells at Millwall, and then eventually they made it um, They made it a permanent move. 
But he um, he's been switched. His position has been switched uh, a little bit this season. So he was a, a winger, two-footed. He can play off either wing, very attacking-minded. But he's been playing as a number, almost like a, a false nine, playing yeah. off a striker. Uh, and he's got in the goals this season. He scored three in his first five. Um, he had a great uh, a great goal scoring record in his very early days when he was in in non league. I think he scored something like ten in seventeen, and then quickly got uh, picked up by Portsmouth. Uh, so he's definitely uh, he's definitely got uh, a bit of skill. He was nominated. I think he may have even won goal of the month in the first month of this season for a free kick that he pinged in from thirty yards against Blackpool into the top corner. So he's got fantastic technique. Um, and he already he's out of contract this uh, at the end of the season, and he's already been linked with moves to uh, West Ham, Celtic, and Rangers have all been sniffing around him. He is sort of twenty seven, so he's been around a bit. But I think because of the change of position that he's had, it seems to have, have helped him, and uh, and he's having his best season so far for for Millwall. But mm. he looks like one of those players who, you know, likes to to take the ball on and and will go at us. And, and we have been caught out with players like that in the past. So he, he's definitely yes. one that I think we need to keep an eye on. Indeed, indeed. Well, we're going to have a bit of fun now. Um, not that the rest of it, of course, isn't fun. Um, we're going to all, we're going to have a look at the. Um, Possible lineup, uh, which we 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 used to do. We used to have Craig's team every week, but we're gonna we're gonna try and get this um, um, team t- <laughs> right between us, which is probably going to be impossible. And while we're doing this as well, I also want you to think what your favourite chocolate bar is, because oh yes, <laughs> we're not uh, <laughs> we're not uh, we're not missing that. We'll be right back after this. I'm a Twix man myself. What What are you, Craig? Are you? Um, I would say if it if it had to be anything, I'm probably a, a flake out of the fridge. It has to be out of the fridge, though. Any Cadbury's most chocolate, chocolate has, has to be, to be out, out of the, the fridge. fridge, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'd probably go with that. You could you could get around me with a lion bar as well. <laughs> I have heard the rumours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you now: is the fact that most chocolate bars I will eat, but uh, I do like I do like the odd Twix. Yeah, you know, I like to, yeah. to to bite the caramel off the top first, and then eat the biscuits separate. Is that more of the sad of me? I don't know. I well, think I think the sad is. part was the, the fact that you filmed it and put it on TikTok. <laughs> don't uh, hey stop trying to be down with the kids pretending you you, you watch tiktok <laughs> right okay so here we go um let us have a look somebody said earlier about about a team um and it was in fact uh the big jinx he said earlier about the team and uh <laughs> Ah, Rob, this is very unfair. <laughs> Fruit and nuts, you two. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take being nutty if Craig takes being fruity. <laughs> Why not? Why, why not? I'll take anything. <laughs> You've been called a lot worse, haven't you? Let's be I have indeed, on a regular basis. 
<laughs> yes. Right. So we're going to look at the team now. Um, I think there's going to be, personally, before we start, we've gone for this formation because we, we did have a very quick chat before, mm -hmm. but we, we have a feeling that Brendan might go for two up front. I think so. I think... Uh... I, th I think he's, he's got to get uh, goals in this game, as you say. You don't want to be going to penalties, so you've got to score goals. Mm -hmm. And uh, it worked last season. Uh, and I think certain players who I would probably put back in up front would work better in a two. Yes. Yes. I didn't realise this. Apparently, I don't know if this is right, Terry says Husky Chocolate is their sponsor. I didn't even know Husky was a chocolate. I did see that Husky dogs. was across the, the front of their shirt, but I didn't know it was a chocolate bar, to be honest. No, no. I, I just thought they were being sponsored by, by a breed of dog, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> right. So let's have a look at this team. Now, for me, um, I'm going to say we've got to give Danny Ward a chance here. I think so. Um, I think we've got to give Casper a break. I mean, we know what Casper can do, and he's not missed a league game for so long. But uh, I just think we've got to start, got to start giving him uh, some game time. And he's never let us down. He's not, and uh, particularly in penalty shootouts in this competition, he's yes. uh, he's won a couple for us. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely Danny Ward. I think. Yeah, you're not you're not swayed towards Yapokovic at all. No, I feel, I mean, Jakubovic, I think it's probably the second worst transfer for the individual player after Danny Drinkwater. Because, um, I mean, he's come in and basically, you know, he's, he's hardly played a game, you know, and he's, a, he's yeah. a very good keeper. He just doesn't get a chance. I thought when, uh, when old uh, Mr. Ron Ron, whatever he was called, left, I thought he would just be the number two because he was... Hall's number one, wasn't he? But he was, yeah. And he's had the chance to leave, but he's mm. you know he's signed a new contract again, so he's obviously happy doing what he's doing. Uh, and I can understand having three goalkeepers because if Schmeichel was to get injured, you then yeah. got Danny Ward coming up, and I suppose mm. you know you, you sometimes you can get caught out by having to go for for youngsters. But uh, Andrew says here, good evening, Andrew. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, oops. Let, um, oh, sorry, Terry says, it was chocolate on the shirt. Take a look at the picture again. Are you sure it was chocolate on Millwall shirt and not poo? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, Andrew says, any chocolate but Turkish delight. Do you oh, like a bit no. of Turkish delight, Andrew? I do like a bit of Turkish delight. Again, let's not go there. That that's that's for another show, Craig. But um, but <laughs> I'm not putting that into Google either. Sorry, I'm not putting that into Google either. <laughs> oh, I can feel the visual coming now. Now, so we've gone for th we've gone for three, think three at the back, haven't we? Which is like a five if we're defending or a three if we're attacking. Yeah. Um, who would you? Who? What three are we going to go for at the back? We'll start with the centre of the back three. I think this is going to be Vestergaard. Right. Okay. Do you think, because Benkovic, I think getting a run out tonight, actually, in possibly in the under-23s, um, to the left of there? Yeah, I, I think that will be Benkovic. You do? I right. do, and then Amati on the right. Yeah, the under-23s played last night. Oh, was it uh, last they, night? Uh, ah. Yeah, had a 3-1 right. win against Everton, and Benkovic played. Right. Did he play the full 90? 
Uh, I'm not sure if he did, to be honest. But um, no, no. So that now that's looking like a different back three. And I, I'm going to be honest with you here. I was a little bit upset with, with, about Benkovic because not to be picked and then us to have two goalkeepers on the bench. Mm. Because no matter how, and I don't think he's that bad. Because he, you know, he's won trophies, and I know it was Scotland, etc. But you could argue that he's, you know, when he's been in the lower leagues, he's not played there. But yeah. as a defender, he knows more if we needed to bring a defender on than mm. if we were um, having to bring a midfielder on to play at the back because of an injury or a sending I off think or whatever. The, the only, the only reasoning I say, not an excuse. The only reasoning I would say that I think when that happened. I think the transfer window was still open and it looked very much like he was going to get a move away. Mm -hmm. uh, but then certain other people didn't didn't move on and, and he didn't get his move either. So he's now been pulled back into the squad as part of the 23-man squad. So I think Brendan saw a bit of a change in attitude from what he'd said uh, once he realised that he hadn't got his move and maybe this is the season that he's just going to get his head down. He, he does like... The attitude off the field, doesn't he, Brendan? And that yeah, makes a lot of, right. of decisions on his on on his squad. Um, is has Benkovic? Do you think still got a future with us, or is it another Kaputska? Yeah, I, I think unless and I, and, I, and I don't wish any more injuries on us, but I, I, unless we get injuries, I can't see him starting enough games to show the manager what he's got. Um, so yeah. I, I think. I don't know what he's got left on his on his contract, but I'd be very surprised if he was here um, next season uh, and probably even um, you know in January because mm. I think we were looking at getting another one in as well. But you know these are the games where uh, hi Scott, these are these hi, are the Scott. games where if he is going to get a chance, he's got to he's got to show his worth. You know, you, yeah, yeah. We talk about football being a short career; you've got to take every opportunity. Yes, and it will be, like you say, it will be interesting to see, A, if he's given his chance, and this is the other problem, of course, is if he's not being given a chance, how can he take his chance? You know what exactly. I mean? And exactly. It, it, it's very, very odd. I feel a bit for him, to be honest with you, because, mm -hmm. but then again, like I say, we you know, it was his, I, I, I can see it's almost like a Kaputska part two, to be yeah. honest with you. Um Craig, a, a serious and very mm. insightful question here that I, I need to, in fact, ask you on behalf of Andrew Medhurst. Are you a chocolate hobnob fan? Do you like a hobnob every now and again? Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's the, well, it's the biscuit of the gods, um, yeah. to put no finer point on it. Uh, yes, uh, a chocolate hobnob and a large cup. Yes, it, it, it is. <laughs> that sounds like a, a 70s porn film <laughs> Well, to be fair Chris I think most things I say come across as a 70s porn film to you but the chocolate hobnob and a cuppa is a risk and reward you know because it's <laughs> high risk if you leave it in there too long then it's dropping to the bottom of that cup and it's like oh. a sludge pit so you've got to get it in and you've got to get it out at just the right moment I, I'm not. I'm not responding to that. So I left I will, that. I will, what I'll say is, Peter Kay 
he did say that hobnobs are like the sergeant major of the biscuit world. Is that they do when they go, they go, but they do take a lot to a lot to go. Where if you've got a rich tea, if you yeah. of course if you if you if you if you put that one in and it gets a little bit wet, it just wilts and and, and drops away, doesn't it? Yeah, as I said, at left back. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go right back first. Because okay. I'm going to be, I think that's probably a bit more uh, uh, easy to, who are we going to have? Are we going to go with, well, I think it's going to be Castagna or Piera, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I think looking at the rest of that back three, I think it would be a little bit too much to play um, Daily Campbell. Um, so I, I think if it was me, I good because he's not look, on my list there, so I can't put it. <laughs> <on. laughs> um, I think I would be going with Pereira because if you're playing wing backs, you've got to want them to get forward, and, and, and Pereira gets forward, um, yeah. with a little bit more conviction than Castanio, I would say. And he's had a, a couple of games out now, so hopefully, yeah, you know, he, he's uh. He's got over over his knock. Um, now then, this is going to be interesting. Um, left back. I, th- I think this is where Luke Thomas will come back in. I don't think he's he really let anybody down uh, when he's played. Uh, and, and he is a talent, and I think he needs to be nurtured, so he does need to keep uh, getting some regular pitch time. I've got to be honest with you. I didn't think you were going to go with him because of the uh, Ben Chilwell at Millwall situation, but mm. I I agree totally. Um, he, he, you know, he's done nothing wrong, mm. and Ryan Bertrand he was taken off, I think, to sort of have a rest and what have you in the last game. So you know, I agree totally. Um, mm. You know, Luke Thomas there. We're doing yeah. well. We're agreeing a lot tonight. Even <laughs> we are. We, we, maybe not agreeing worry. over, you know, your hobnobs and your cup, but um, we're agreeing over over everything else. <laughs> and uh, Andrew says here he's he's quite uh, he's quite partial to dunking a bourbon. <laughs> I'm quite I'm, I'm quite partial to downing a bourbon, but uh, but that's a different. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> oh yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that, is there? Nothing wrong with that no. at all. Right. Let's go centre mid. The holding midfield position there. Um, now then, this is going to cause because I don't think we should start with Indeedy. No, I. Yeah, it's a tricky one for me. I, I always like Indeedy in there. I think he's better than everybody else. <laughs> um, but I think. Um, I, I would put in Samare, but I know that, that Brendan seems to want him to be more of a box-to-box midfielder. And then this is almost mm. going against that, asking him to be the holding midfielder. But I think because of the physicality that is required in there, I would be putting um, putting Samare in there. Or what about uh, Hamza Chowdhury? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fair No, I know he's not, he's not my... My favourite player, as you know, not that he's you know he, he's got a red card in in it, some you know a little bit like um, uh, uh, Nindidi at the moment, to be honest yeah. with you. But he's he's got that physicality, like you say, that you know you won't be intimidated, and he is more of a natural defensive midfielder. Or do you feel with having the five possibly at the back that we can get away with Samari? I would hope so, to be honest. And I think 
My my only worry with Chowdhury, I do like him, and he, he covers the ground much better than than anyone else, other than Indeedy. You know, he's much more athletic. Mm. I'm just thinking in that environment, I would imagine Gary Rower, if he saw the name Chowdhury on the team sheet, he would be get at him, try and get yeah. him riled up. The crowd would get on him. That's what I'd be doing as an opposition manager. Can we get him in the book early? Because then half of his game's gone. So. Yeah. Uh, in many ways, if you weren't going to play that, you could probably play Mendy. Um, but it's probably well, a little can't, bit dangerous. He's not in the squad, is he? He's not. Uh, we can't play him till January, can we? Mendy? I thought he, I thought he could play in the Carabao Cup. To be honest, I thought that Did was you? a separate, right. a separate I, squad. But uh, I didn't think he could. But you know, but who, I, I mean, who, let's who go knows? with. Uh, let's go. We'll with go, go with Samari. Um, Nippon, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, uh, what about Mendy, as Scott says there? I don't, Scott, go and, go and get Google and just see if, if, if he can play in tomorrow's game. Uh, I've just got the the BBC one up here. Uh, oh, Liverpool are winning 1 0, by the way. Great news. And, so are Brentford and Sheffield United. Oh, Southampton are losing to Sheffield United. Um, let's just have a look and see. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't say. It doesn't say that I can see about Mendy. It is an interesting one, especially because, as you know, I, I am a big Mendy fan. Uh, mm. I, I would have Mendy over. Um, uh, uh, Chowdhury. It'd be interesting to see. I think obviously he's, he's had to put Chowdhury into his his full squad because of the, I think you've got to have so many homegrown players, haven't yeah, you? Exactly. And Chowdhury ticks that box. Unfortunately, yeah. So, yeah my understanding was that he was he was out of every other competition because of the the squads. But you don't have to. I, I think the Carabao Cup is is outside of that. There doesn't yes. have to be a designated squad, so he could play in yeah. it. That was my understanding. But uh, yeah, I have been known Andrew. To be yeah, this could be interesting. KDH, Sumare, and Madders. Mm, we'll come on to that now. Um, and Brookline, good evening, sir, all the way from the good old US of A. Um, how the devil are you, sir? Let's go with the wild, hungry midfield. Chowdhury, Jusby Hall, Sumare. Um, well, let's have a look. What we're going to do on the left of midfield here? Uh, for me, I think that's Jewsbury Hall. Has he played on the left before, or he's predominantly left-footed? So is um, he right? Yeah, right. so I've only uh, seen him. Team. I thought I'd only seen him on the right, to be honest. But if he is predominantly left-footed, I, I think he is. I, I'm pretty sure he's predominantly left-footed, and um, yes, uh, I think this is a, a perfect opportunity for him to get some game time and show what he's made of. I think he's chomping at the bit. Mm -hmm. um, he's come out pre-season and said this is a big season for him. Brendan's come out and said it's a big season for him. So. He has to throw him in and trust him. Yeah. Um, my, my only worry with that is you've got two youngsters on the same side there, Jewsbury Hall and Thomas. Um, yeah. I don't imagine either of them should be overawed. I mean, let's be honest with you. Thomas has played in the Europa League. He scored in the Europa League. We know from when he, you know, he, he told Jamie Vardy to get out of the way so he could exactly. do. Yeah. He's not short of confidence. And Jewsbury all has had a full season playing in the Championship, which again, yeah. you know, it's not an easy league. That let's be honest. No, he um, will have come up against Millwall twice last season, hmm. so uh, he'll know yes, what that's all yeah. about. Yeah. Um, 
Charlie, good evening, Charlie. Not uh, not seeing you. First timer, how are you? How the devil are you? Thanks for joining us. No one should start if they're in contention for the first team on Saturday. We don't need any more injuries. It's a fair point because we know that Millwall are going to be an a, aggressive team. Uh, Terry says here, no squads. The lower league teams don't have a premiership squad, if you get my point. So, so maybe Mendy can. Maybe Mendy yeah. can be in there. But we'll go with Samare because, again, I think he needs, you know, the the the, the chat, you know, game, game time as well. Mm. Um, now then, now then, now then, who are we going to put on the right? I mean, again, can I just say, can I just say, Perez is back in contention. He's back for this yeah. game. Um, <laughs> Don't let that influence you, you at all. You could easily play Mendy in there as well and, and give Samari a bit more of a freer role um, to go forward. But for me, I I would be very surprised if Tielemans is not in this team. Right. Do you know? You know do, you, do, you, do you know what I like about Tillemans? Are you going to mention that he's a bit like a quarterback? I was funny enough. <laughs> yes, I do. He does give me that feeling when he plays. You know. yeah. Do you, Do you not think he's maybe looking a little bit jaded? I know. No, don't get me wrong. It, it was a fantastic ball in for Vardy to score against Brighton. But you know, I think he's played in every game so far. Yeah, and and you know, I. I think you could make a strong argument for for having him on the bench as well and, and bringing him on if needed. I just think I just think Brendan trusts him to carry out his game plan uh, on the pitch. To be honest, that he's his go-to guy. You know, you, you very often see Tielemans, you know, talking to other players, taking them to one side, telling them to do this, that, and the other. Um, there are other options. I would never, I'd never put Perez into a, a midfield three. So for me, the only other person who could go in there would be uh, Mendy. So you've got uh, you've got some extra legs allowing, as I say, um, Samare and uh, and Dewsbury Hall to play a little bit further yeah. forward. But um, but I've got a well, feeling that they'll play Tielemans. You, I mean, it is when you look at the team. You know, it it is <laughs> you, you're struggling for sort of experienced players, although you could argue yeah. Vestergaard, he, he has messed up with us, and Samari as well. Um, but there's an argument, put Tillemans on, get to 60 minutes, hopefully maybe a goal two up, and, and then at that point rest yeah. him, you know. Now, Scott here has just um, thrown the cat among the pigeons. Hi, Chris, just looked it up, and what I'm led to believe Mendy can't play due to not being named as the player that will play within the league. Uh, i.e. not in the 25-man Premier League squad, can't play in the league. So, who knows? We've not picked him anyway. So, <laughs> but it, I, I do feel I do feel really, really sorry for him. Um, yeah. And I, I was hoping, you know, I mean, I mean you know, there's rumours about him leaving, but I like Mendy and I think he's a good backup. But then, you know, you could argue that we've got Samari now, you know, yeah. but it, it's one of those. I have a feeling... And I, I enjoyed it, but I have a feeling that I might know who you might go up for up front. Um, one of those, surely, in fairness, has got to be Inacho, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, he's uh, he's 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 played well when he's come on. He's taken his chances mm. when he's come on. He, you know, he's not got on the score sheet, but score sheet, but. 
You know, he looks hungry, you know, and he, he looks like he's got a point to prove that he, he, he feels he should be playing. And, uh, you know, for me, this is a this is a, an ideal game for him and I think he'll start. Yeah. And Dakar, are you going with Dakar next yeah. to him? I think so. I think particularly, you know, if, if we're... I, what you can see, you can see this being a typical uh, sort of Leicester away at a lower league team that we... We almost allow them to come on to us, and um, as much as we try and protect the ball, if they're in at us, you know, if they're getting in amongst us, then they're going to turn the ball over. So yes. I think the ability to to hit them on the break is going to be really important, and uh, it's a great game for Dakar, I think. Looking at that, so that's the team you've gone for: Ward in goal, Pierre Amati, Vestergaard, Benkovic, Thomas across the back, and obviously with, with playing the wing backs, uh, Tielemans, Samari, Jewsbury Hall across the centre, and Inacho Daka up front. So that's who you've gone for. And I must admit here, I actually agree with you on most of them. Um, yeah, you, 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 were never gonna, you were never going to appeal. Uh, you were never going to agree, gonna agree to totally. no, no, no. Um, Chris, you could do a listen along. You listen to Radio Leicester and tell those that can't get it, tell them what's happening. Yep, you can also get it on lcfc.com forward slash radio as well if you're outside the uh, the um, thing. The only problem you've got with that, Terry, is that for me to be able to hear it, I would have to have, obviously, it's got to be on volume. And then if it's picked up on YouTube, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble for broadcasting it. Uh, But I do like your thinking. Brookline says we lose two of every three games without Perez. Well, talking of Perez, as I look at this, there's a couple of players I'm going to change. And I'm not going to bring Perez in. You're all right. I'm actually, I just think... I'm going to put Castagna at the back there. I know totally what you're saying about Vieira, but I just think if he has got that knock, if he is carrying a little knock, you know, if he if he aggravates it again, because we know Millwall, like I say, are going to be mm-hmm. the crowd are going to be up for this, especially after the last game and the players if they get on the back of that, we, you know, we could be the walking wounded. And I must admit, I agree again totally what you say about Tillemans. Um, but I'm going to start with Luckman because I think he has looked, no pun intended. Um, mm. he, I just think he give him, give him, give him a start. He's not had a start yet. He's mm. looked good when he's come on. Um, he completely changed the game. I think against Brighton when he came on, and and I just think he deserves the thing. Apart from that, I, I do, I do agree with you. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure Luckman could play in a in a three. Um, I, I'm not sure he's got the discipline to do that. Um, but who, who knows? Sometimes you're surprised by players yeah. when they're thrown in and asked to do a, a do a job. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't risk him. Let's say against in that position against a Liverpool or a, or a Chelsea. But I just think it's it's just going to give him some game time, and if it's not working out, mm. then you got the the options on. Because I think is it five subs again that you're allowed in this? I think it was last season, wasn't it? I would I would think so. Yeah, Andrew says here. Thank you very much for this, Andrew. I've got the face for radio. I wouldn't argue with you there, sir. Um, <laughs> I've I've got the face face for a good a really good podcast. <laughs> um, 
Score prediction. Let's leave on this one, Craig, with you. What are you going to go for? Because we don't we know we don't do the um the 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 the, the league uh with the ex players and we don't do the uh longball.net predictions for this either. Uh, I didn't have a very good weekend, so I'm I'm glossing over the longball.net. Well I, I, I can I can tell you something, Chris. I forgot to put my scores in, so you did much better than I did. <laughs> did you not get a reminder? Uh, I might have done, but I didn't see it. Oh. Nobody came and tapped me on the shoulder. So, oh, what you like, what you like. Okay. Oh, I feel a bit better now. Then at least I'm still ahead of you. If I finish ahead of you, I've done well, sir. I've done well. <laughs> right, let's let's move this out. Um, score lines. So, um, what are you going to go for? I'll come to you first. Um, I'm going to go for us to win 2-1. We did say we agreed a lot, didn't we? <laughs> You're going to go for that as well, Chris, are you? I, I, I have a... Yes, because I, I always think, if you notice, you see a lot of my, my, my score lines recently, uh, or even sort of last season, I always think we've within Leicester, we've got the fact that we can let a goal in within the makeup of the team. Yeah. Or we go a goal behind, and I don't think this will be any different. And I think that will get get them up, you know, up and at us. So yeah, I think it's going to be two one as well. So um, we 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 are, we are yeah. ending with an we agreement. concur. Yeah, we concur. Indeed, we do. Charlie says, "Play Mads. If he doesn't perform tomorrow, he should be nowhere near the pitch on Saturday." I'm sorry. I think for me. There's something that he's just not happy with. Whether, you know, you could argue whether he had his head turned with the Arsenal talk, although there was no official offering, so it shouldn't have been. Um, I just... It, it, there's something that's just not clicking with him at the moment. And it can happen when you've been out for a while. You know, mm -hmm. Barnes has started to, to pick up now, but first couple of games, he wasn't all there. And I just think... I'm I'm scared that Madison's going to become one of those players that we know he's got it within him to get like the goal against Man City in the five-two. We know he can be a game changer if he comes on. I'm just worried that he's going to end up becoming that luxury player. I mean, he, I mean, I, we we know he's uh, he's become a dad over the summer. You know, whether all of this is playing on it a, a little bit, I don't know. Whether his focus has gone a little bit. Um, what you don't want him to become is the new Ross Barkley, uh, you know, who had all of this um, talent and very early on looked like he was going to be a world beater and then he's just allowed it to drift away from him. And uh, I, I hope that doesn't happen to Madison because, you know, we love him. We, we, you know, we heard him when he's, when he's on his game, he's fantastic. And then he speaks so well afterwards. You know, he looks like he's a real student of the game. And I think it would be harsh to think that he's not suffering too and he's not happy with his own performances. Um, I, I think I think he'll come back. Uh, I think mm. he just needs to, again, a bit like Soyuncu, get back to basics, yes. just get on the ball more uh, and work hard and it'll come back. I mean, what I love about Brendan Rodgers is he doesn't drop a player just because he's had one bad game. No. You know, and... We saw that, you know, with Soyuncu that I said, oh, I think he should be maybe given a break. He didn't. He played him. He moved him over to the right-hand side. And you made the very, very valid point that that's probably been good for him because he's had to go back to just 
you know, doing the basics, if you yeah. like. Um, and like you say, there's there's a lot going on on, on Madison's head. Um, Tielemans is a different kind of player because you know he, he's he's been at the links as well. He's he's got the contract there that he didn't have signed, but he just seems that bit more mature, if, if you like. And I do, I I, I, I think you just need to maybe just say to Mad to Madison, you know, just just take a couple of games out, you know, mm-hmm. get your head right. Get the you know get time in on the on on the uh, on the training field and then come back a bit better you know. Um, Scott says here that I've been brave changing Craig's players in that formation. I just only <laughs> because he's in a completely different city to me. Um, but uh, but no, I, I just it's just basically like I say I wouldn't I wouldn't say certainly wouldn't put Luckman there if if we were playing a, a, a top um, a top. Uh, 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 four or five in the Premier League. But I just think he could be. He's looked a, a Madison type player when he's come on. That he can change the game. That he can do those things. So I just just want to give him the chance to. Mm-hmm. Andrew says here Madison um, seems to slow the play down. Um, book line when Madison first joined, he was very ball dominant. But as Brendan moves to quicker passing, he looks uncomfortable. We've got to remember this as well, haven't we, Craig? Is that mm. a lot of these players are only doing what they're being told to do. That's it. And uh, you, you know me, I've talked about uh, it quite a lot, about uh, in-game intelligence, being able to react to what's going on in the game rather than just follow the game plan. You know, So if you're being pressed high up the pitch and you're still trying to play out from the back it makes no sense you've got to be able to be brave enough and intelligent enough to to react to what's going on on the pitch um and that's why i was never a footballer i'm neither <laughs> of those two things <laughs> of those. but you would hope that this uh, the modern footballer would be able to do that and, and would be brave enough to do it and, and stand up and say say why he's doing it um yeah. but you never know you never know. Craig, it's been a pleasure as always, sir. My wise old owl. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, will, we will see uh, this time tomorrow. We'll be nearly coming to the end of the first half, I think. So, um, yep, fingers crossed. Let's hope Indeed. it's not another um, Newport or even Millwall away. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I have a feeling, you, you um, I don't know. It's like I say, I won't. I won't be sorry if we if it does go a little bit tits up, mm. but I just, I just well, I don't want to lose to a lower league team. That's the thing because I just think our no. confidence at the moment isn't up there, and I just think it might just knock us a bit too far down. Yeah, of course not. And I think I think Rowett has come out and said he's going to be making some changes as well because mm. I don't think he's particularly happy with the the, the position they're in. So. No. And they can't afford to get dragged into into. Uh, I know it's early days, but can't get yeah. afford to get dragged into something. So I think he'll be making some changes too. Yeah, yeah. I will see you again on Thursday, on Friday, sir. Indeed, when we look forward to the footballing masterclass that Burnley will offer us. Oh, Dan, if you're watching, I never said that. <laughs> Although I don't think he will be because Burnley are actually at home tonight. So I think he's probably has nipped off to turf yeah. more. You know, I mean, Burnley have had a terrible start to the season. They've got one point. Uh, they're one off the foot of the bottom. You know, we're going to lose. 
<laughs> Craig, yeah. I'll let you go, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, your knowledge is invaluable. Thank you so much and take care and come on the Foxes tomorrow night. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everyone. Thanks Good night. Take care. Bye-bye. So thanks to Craig there. Like I say, my wise old owl, he uh, he brings the... The, if not the good looks, he certainly brings the knowledge and the uh, ex, uh, experience and expertise. And I can see him in the green room. Uh, I think he means one minute. I think that's what he's trying to say to me. Um, couple of, right, what's coming up this week? Well, um, we've got tomorrow night the match. It's a 7.45 kickoff down at the New Den, which uh, is just the Den, let's be honest with you. We've got the post-match show, 10.15 afterwards. It may or may not be with Brad, so he may have me on my own ranting if that's the case. Uh, if, of course, we don't win. At least I haven't got VAR to rant about. So, guys, you, you'd be safe from that. On Thursday, it's a double header. Uh, we've got the prediction show at seven o'clock when we're going to be joined this week by Charlie, a Man City fan. And for those of you that follow the quiz that we do, the big fat football quiz, uh, he did Manchester City's uh, representation there. Then nine o'clock, nip over, change channels just for the one night. Nine o'clock on Thursday, nip over to the aforementioned dance channel, Turf Morehouse TV. And I will be on there doing a um, preview show on the Burnley Leicester game, uh, and then back with 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 Craig on the Friday at seven o'clock. You got me every night virtually, and then about half five on Saturday, uh, we've got the post match with the opposition review next Monday. And I'm gonna say I'm so pleased that we've got this thing because you may remember last season that we had um, Julian Watts, ex-footballer, um, played uh, 38 games for us over a couple of seasons, and he also set up the ball that um, that uh, Claridge shinned in, shall we say, and that's using his words. Uh, he used to come on and do the uh, post-match show with us, which he can't, he's struggling this season. So what we're going to be doing every Tuesday at 9 o'clock, we're going to have a show X on the pitch. Do you see what I did there? Oh, come on. That's clever. You're impressed, aren't you? You, yeah, no, no. Oh, well, I was. All of those, you know, when I came up with that, I thought, I like that. Tuesday's nine o'clock, X on the pitch with Xbox Julian Watts, when we'll be just talking football generally. Put your questions in about the weekend games. We'll be looking back at those, any contentious decisions. Europe, if we played in Europe, it's going to be a really good show. And it'll be great because I said we'll be able to get a uh, X. Um, player's opinion. So that's not tonight. Don't don't uh, be coming on tonight at nine o'clock. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing it next week, next Tuesday. Um, Scott, Craig's gone, but you're saying here, just want your thoughts to me. Madders not only seems to be looking confident, lacking confidence, but seems to have lost his ideas and creativity. Beyond the 90, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Get over to Beyond the 90. It's a great Leicester City channel. They do an, an awful lot. Um, they've got a great... And I'm trying to start something up with the, on the ladies' team. I'm struggling. But Beyond the 90, you've got a good coverage of the ladies' team as well. Uh, evening, Chris. Hope you're well. Do you think we can pick up our form? KDH deserves a chance, Neil. Yes, Neil, we discussed that earlier. We've got KDH in our team. He's hungry. He looked hungry pre-season. I think, well, we, both me and Craig... I think uh, that he will be given his chance. Um, you watch, we'll be totally wrong now. <laughs> but, uh, 
You know what we're like to get these things wrong. Anyway, let me get rid of that and say goodbye. Thank you for joining. Pick us up on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. And if you want to listen back rather than watch back, don't forget, about 10, 15 minutes, it'll be up on podcast, Amazon, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast Addict, and Anchor, to name just six. 7.45 tomorrow, it's only Millwall, it's only the Caribou Cup. What could go wrong? See you tomorrow. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.